Hi, welcome back to Rooted with me, Ulangilehle. It's the first episode of our second season and I'm so excited. Today's the cutoff date to say Happy New Year and I made it just on time. I hope you all had a lovely festive season and that we're ready to take the year on. I'm ready to be your guys' driving partner, your gym buddy. I'm ready to keep you company in the kitchen or while you do your laundry. I actually missed this. Today's one of the episode is the Niederberg 5600 Chenin Blanc. Um, simply put, it tastes like summer. It's light, it's fruity, it pairs well with so many different foods and you can find it almost anywhere. It also doesn't break the bank, which is great. There's something to be said about being able to enjoy a great bottle of wine while being on a budget. Because it's a white wine, it has to be properly chilled in order for you to fully appreciate how layered the flavors are. I actually think this might be the highest ranking wine yet. I give it a 9 out of 10. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about on-again, off-again relationships, second-chance romances, basically my Achilles heel. Yo, I am such a sucker for these, and for so many reasons, all of which we will be getting into, because for any conversation, context is important. So I've written about how the concepts or the idea of love was introduced to me. Fairy tales are fun because the love in them is just easy. A handsome prince sees a helpless damsel in distress, rescues her and marries her, then they live happily ever after. Talk about uncomplicated. And so I first thought love had to be the same. I thought me and my intended would just click. There'd be no tension, no arguing, no awkward pauses, no conflicts at all because we're just made for each other. So I first understood love to be easygoing. This belief was further reinforced by the fact that I never saw my parents at odds about anything. I was fairly young when I did get to experience them together as a couple, but what I saw was an easygoing relationship. He'd prep, she'd cook, he'd clean up, then we watched TV. There was a system in how they ran a household. And that's what I decided I would have if I ever fell in love. I wanted it to be that way. And as I grew up, my beliefs evolved with both me growing up and my parents no longer being together. Early evening soapies became my thing after school and after my homework was done. I'm talking passions, young and the restless, days of our lives, born and the beautiful. And those shows kind of taught me that love had to be fought for and that you never, ever gave up. Ever. No matter what was thrown your way. Like, if you loved that person, you held on. You forgave every lie and every act of disrespect because you both knew that the depth of your affection for one another could conquer all. So I thought, aha! True love erases all hurts. Love is enough. Then I started reading second chance romance novels. And I was sure that, okay, breaking up, working on your respective issues separately, then getting back together was a 100% foolproof hack to this love thing. Because when we're young, we're fairly stupid, right? So obviously getting older, then getting back together would make sense. 
the older I get, the more I am disabused of this notion. But I still believe giving love a try with the same person could work because I wanted it so badly for my mother and my sister's dad. Love is important, but it has to coexist with effective communication and respect and kindness and thoughtfulness. My mom once told me loving someone is like learning a new language. And even though some aspects of the learning process might be frustrating, if it's a language that you're really interested in, you keep trying, you keep practicing and you ask for help. We had this conversation when I was around 9, 10, way before I had any sort of understanding about compatibility, but her analogy stuck with me. I've always been willing to extend grace and to start over because I understand that a relationship is two people from two different homes, different backgrounds, with different ideals and beliefs floating around in their heads, just trying to build a life together on the basis that they're attracted to each other and that they like each other. Before I was a one-mistake, one-bullet believer, I was always open to conversations about trying again and starting over and talking it through because I believe that the giving this love thing a shot time and time and time again was worth it. But then the problem was that every fresh start wasn't that because of the little voice in the back of my head that was screaming that I knew better. And I did. I knew better. I once gave someone five second chances. And with everyone, I wasn't the same person. I was actively working on the things that caused our conflict while he didn't. I knew this, but I still handed those second chances and new beginnings out like candy. So at the core of it, the second chance romances I love so much are centered around letting hope blur the lines. And more than anything, I think I underestimated how daunting starting over could be. And that's why I chose to rather just run back as opposed to opening myself up to someone new and letting myself be vulnerable. My understanding of romantic love is still evolving. But I've learned a couple things along the way. Like it's a bit unfair to expect a complete stranger to know how I give and receive affection without ever having had that conversation with them. Yes, there are some things that they should be observing if they have their eyes open. But there are some things that will require talking through. And in talking these things through, it's important to be honest. I've also learned that relationships aren't always easygoing. There are bound to be differences of opinion and conflict resolution isn't everyone's strong suit. But if you genuinely care about the person and the issues aren't insurmountable, then the work is worth it. Discernment is important here because it's important to know when to hold on and it's important to know when to let go and move on. I'm still trying to find a delicate balance between the two. I think I'm a bit of an extremist. I'm either blindly handing out second chances or I'm quick to walk away from someone at the first sign of conflict. But we'll figure it out. 
Thank you for listening. Till next time.